0: Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I am here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, welcome back to the podcast. And if you are new here, a massive welcome to the podcast. I am super, super excited to have you joining me today. And as always, super, super grateful for you tuning in and listening to this episode. Episode I have got a really important but also interesting episode to go through today, and I'm going to be showing you the exact formula that I've used on my journey and also I've used with over 250 women as well to help them find more food freedom and self-confidence. So this is the exact formula that you need to be able to create that healthy relationship with food, that nourishing health and that unstoppable self-confidence. So if that is you, you are somebody who is really craving that food freedom you're really craving more peace with your body you're really craving just a nourished life and just having more joy around food not stressing about food 24/7 and you want that nice peaceful abundant life then you need this episode because i'm going to be sharing the exact formula that you need and i will be honest this is very different to what you may have heard but I know how important this formula is and by using this framework, you will literally see life-changing progress. As you know over here, we do things a little bit differently but we make amazing progress as a byproduct of that. So let's be jumping on into the episode. Before I do, as you know, every single week I bring a crystal along with me, and this week I've actually brought along moonstone. So yesterday, as I'm obviously recording this on the day, yesterday was a super moon, and I've been charging my crystals up out in that moon energy. So my crystals are on fire right now. They are like potent, ready to go. So I've got moonstone along with me today, mainly because. A good thing with Moonstone, it's very good for tapping into our intuitive energy and that links very closely into something I'm gonna be talking about today, which you'll get to find out about in a few minutes. So this is why I brought it along because it's very good for tapping into your intuitive energy, listening to yourself and really deepening that connection that you have with your mind, body, soul. So we've got Moonstone with us today. Also, you may have seen, if you are someone who's listened for a while, that my little podcast photo image, profile picture, whatever you want to call it, has changed. I have had an upgrade. I have changed the image of this podcast. So really, really quick story. I will not have a tangent like I usually do. Um, I was away on holiday last week and I was like submerged in nature. I was in this lodge with a hot tub and it was just nature, 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 nature. It was beautiful and i always find that being in nature gives me like such creative space and lots of abundant energy and really just gives me that time to ground and just check in with things and One thing, you'll be seeing loads of stuff. So the last half of this year, let me just quickly say, I've got some really exciting things coming, like fucking exciting stuff. So do keep your eyes peeled for that because I've had some freaking fantastic ideas come my way and I'm so excited to bring those to life. But one thing that I was tapping into there is just this um, idea of rebirth. I've been going through a lot of time of um, more like deep inner healing, going through the feels and the motions, which we know is a part of the journey. And I feel like, when I was away, I wrote like a letter. My own a child did loads of like work on that, and it's like this big rebirth energy is now like stepped into me. I'm like birthing a new age, like in old cycles die and letting these new cycles in. So just to reflect that energy, I thought, Do you know what, we need to change the image of this podcast. We need more of that radiant, um, energetic, magnetic energy. So we've now got a new little logo there, um, with lots of sparkle on there for that radiant energy. So I just wanted to like touch upon that. If anybody has noticed, but let me get on into the episode. I am super, super excited and let's jump on into the exact formula that you need to claim your food freedom and self-confidence. So when it comes to shaping that healthy relationship with food and that confidence, there can be some misconceptions out there. And I know for me in the past, and I know when I speak with lots of people, sometimes we feel like, oh, in order to heal my food relationship, for example, I just need a meal plan. I just need to be told what to eat and then I'll have control over food. Or maybe there's this mindset of like, oh, well, if I just keep tracking calories um, and macros, then that's gonna heal my food relationship because I've got control. Or it might be, You know, if I stay in these yo-yo diet cycles and always just try and change my body, then I'll be confident because changing my body leads to confidence, right? And there's always these misconceptions. And what happens with this especially is it's never dealing with the things that need to be dealt with to help you get that food freedom and that self-confidence. And this is where my formula comes in. And it's very different to like a lot of the things that we hear because this is what works. And I'm gonna say that and I'm gonna own that. I'm gonna have confidence around that. And that's one thing like sometimes I've struggled with, like sitting here and being like, this is it. But honestly, it is. I am one of the coaches out there that does things really different, but it's doing things in this way that leads to huge transformative growth. And I'm gonna give myself the permission to make that statement and to own that statement because we're all about confidence over here and owning ourselves, so this is what I'm gonna do. And using this framework is gonna be fundamental. And this is what I call the inner and the outer framework. This is what I've used on my journey of healing my food relationship and my body image and creating a healthy lifestyle. It's a framework that I use with my clients and it really, really is amazing, fundamental. So I thought, you know what, let me share that framework with you today. Um, And it also just gives you a little bit of an insight to the how behind making the progress. The how behind get into that place. Because like I say, sometimes we've been told and I get that, like I remember when I was healing my food relationship at the start and I had no idea how. This is like years ago. I was reading all this information and it was like, Oh, just you know, just always track your calories and then you'll have a healthy food relationship or just have a piece of chocolate every day and then you'll have a healthy food relationship or just follow a meal plan or just say a positive affirmation and your body image will instantly be better. Once again, nothing against affirmations. I think they're great and I use them and encourage people to use them, but there's so much more work that needs to be done. And this is where this framework comes in. So I'm gonna start with the inner side and then I'll delve into the outer side because the inner side, in my opinion, is the side that isn't often widely spoke about and is often missed. And this is probably why you may have not created that food freedom yet or that self-confidence because this inner work has been missed. And without that, you're never gonna achieve those. So the inner part is all about mindset. It's all about subconscious healing. It's all about self-connection and even elements of spirituality. It's all about mindfulness, intuition, energy healing, psychology. It's all about doing more of this internal, deep-rooted work in order to find that food freedom and a healthy relationship with your body. Because if we neglect that and we never do that, like I say, we just, okay, I'm gonna heal my food relationship, I'm just gonna track or I'm just gonna do this. And we never commit to that mindset work. We're never gonna create lifelong lasting progress. Because if you've got mindset struggles or you've got subconscious healing that needs to be done and that hasn't been done, That's gonna continually keep coming up, keep coming up. I'm gonna like try and think of an example. So let's say you wanna heal your food relationship and you just go, okay, I'm gonna heal my food relationship and I'm just gonna incorporate a bit of chocolate every day once again. Incorporating foods that you've once avoided is important. I'm not sitting here saying that you shouldn't do that. It's important to give yourself the actual permission to start enjoying foods once avoided. But let's say you've just done that probably what's gonna keep happening is past experience, which I'll talk about in a second. So past experience or certain negative beliefs that you have around food, they're gonna keep coming up and keep coming up from your subconscious, which is gonna stop you from feeling that freedom and that peace and that joy around food because that inner work has not been done and it will keep cropping on. And if we don't do the inner work, this is what leads to, consistent cycles of food guilt it's what leads to consistent cycles of the ruined mindset it leads to consistent cycles of food fear even like self-sabotaging behaviors you know if you've got some subconscious healing around um perfectionism or not feeling enough <clears throat> then you're always going to keep these self-sabotaging behaviors going and this is so important because i i hear it and i see it time and time again where if we use these like self-sabotaging behaviours or struggling with things like binge eating restriction. And it's very easy to go, oh, I've just not got willpower. But it's not to do with willpower. You need to do the inner subconscious work to actually help you with your behaviours and mindset around food. If you never commit to that, it's gonna be very hard to see the changes that you desire. And this is why it's so fundamental because if we don't heal these roots and these things have actually impacted us, they're always gonna keep coming up and they're always gonna keep impacting us and they're always gonna be there. And this is why we have to go inwards and do some of that healing. And I totally get this. Like I was having a conversation with one of my one-to-one ladies um, yesterday and we've been doing a little bit of more um, inner child exploring and healing to really understand some struggles around body image in in specific. And she was saying, do you know what? Like part of me has been putting off Doing some of the activities that I'd set her because she was like, it's a little bit it's a little bit new delving into it. And sometimes delving into the subconscious healing, it's new and it can bring things up for you and it can bring up some emotion. But I always say the reward of it is more important. It kind of outweighs that initial kind of resistance that comes up. Because when you delve into this inner work and you delve into the subconscious healing and the self connection and all of that. It then gives you the space to do the actual inner healing. And when you bring all of that stuff and you work through it and you understand the root causes around your behaviors around food and body, because once again, it's not to do with food or your body, it's to do with past triggers and experiences that have led to that. When you heal through those, you find it so much easier to have the freedom. And this is why I do preach as well, if it's something that's feasible for you at the moment, is looking into having that one-to-one support, especially around doing this healing work because there can be that resistance and it can sometimes feel a little bit difficult bringing these things up and having that deep support can be amazing and obviously if you feel like you're being called to some more one-to-one support you can apply for one-to-one coaching the link is in the show notes I do have spots for my food and body freedom breakthrough calls and I also have space for my one-to-one higher level coaching or you can just drop me a DM on Instagram and we can have a bit of a conversation through there so that's just an example as to why and like I briefly touched upon there struggles with food and body aren't actually to do with food or your body. They're to do with other experiences. So if we take food, for example, these struggles that you're facing with food, so for example, cycles of binge eating and restriction, it's not to do with food. It's to do with some trigger or past experience or limiting belief that is leading to those behaviours always coming on. Let's say you've got deep-rooted perfectionism and not feeling enough and not feeling worthy and you've got these insecurities. That can be a trigger for your binge eating. Because if you feel like you've done something wrong, that perfectionism kicks it in, bingeing. Or it might be you've had um, past experiences where maybe a parental figure um, had been in these, maybe like binge restrict cycles and you've learned it from someone and you've thought that that was right. So your inner child needs some healing. And this is why, and this might sound a little bit new to you. And I get that. I remember when I first started my healing journey, this was all new territory. But when you delve into all of this inner work and you understand those subconscious roots and you do that inner healing, you will make freaking incredible growth because you boost your awareness of the why behind things and you actually do that energetic and inner healing which is gonna allow you to claim more food freedom and a better body image because you need to have a mindset to match. If not, these limiting beliefs, these thoughts and these memories and experiences and emotional attachments are gonna keep coming up and keep coming up and bubbling up, bubbling up, kind of like um, a bottle of like Coca-Cola, they'll keep bubbling up and then they um, erupt and then we notice these negative behaviors, whereas when we can work through them, that bubbling up stops happening and we can find a better balance with things. Linking to what I also said on that one as well, is like mindfulness, intuition, and self-connection. And these are like some of my freaking fundamentals. You'll know I talk a lot about mindfulness, mindful practices, listening to your body, listening to your mind, um, self-connecting and self-grounding. They are key for your food relationship and your body image. For many reasons, which is a whole completely different episode, and I will do that because I could talk about this for ages, but we need to do these. For example, intuition. If you can listen and learn how to listen to your body, whether that be hunger and fullness or just listen to what your body needs and wants and be really in tune with yourself again, food freedom becomes easier. Why? Because making aligned choices around food becomes easier. Or it means that you can honour what your body needs in moments without guilt. It means that you get so connected with yourself and you 're so in tune with yourself it becomes easy to listen to things so let 's say you struggle with mindless snacking having work on intuition is going to help with that instantly it 's going to be so important like with self connection, spirituality, and grounding and when I say spirituality i don 't once again it doesn 't mean if it's if you are someone deep into your spirituality, you might have your own practices. But just by, when I say the term spirituality, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to um, do like loads and loads and loads. Sometimes all this is about is opening your mind to a different way of thinking and having a bit more of an awakening. And it might be looking into things like uh, manifestation. It might be looking into things like having a more um, abundant mindset to support your healing journey, more of a growth mindset to support your healing journey. Having more of this spiritual mindset can be fantastic to help you move forward self-connection and grounding is amazing because if you look at it this way if you're never grounded and you've never you're not feeling connected with yourself it automatically makes it easier to have negative behaviors of food and body because if you're not feeling grounded you're more likely to notice feelings of overwhelm. You're more likely to notice more intense feelings of like um, high uh, stress, maybe even chronic stress levels, fatigue levels, all of these things come in because, or even lack of fulfillment because you're not grounded. All of those can lead to behaviors like emotional eating, binge eating, food guilt, body dissatisfaction, uh low self-esteem negative self-talk so once again when we start grounding and doing self-connection work not only do you get a better connection with your body which supports your body image but you also then manage things like stress and overwhelm and you find more of this flow and balance which then in turn supports your food relationship As you can see, this is why the inner work's fundamental. And one thing that I have been doing recently with a lot more of my clients is energy healing. So if you follow my Instagram, you will have seen that I um, am doing Reiki now. So Reiki level two, and I've just been doing some with like clients and myself and everything. And energy healing is fantastic because if we look at Reiki, for example, Reiki is all about um, your seven chakras and energy healing them, sending the flow of Reiki energy through your body to balance things out and have a bit more of a flow. So if we take this, for example, if your root chakra, which is um, right right at the bottom, um, so the bottom of you, your root is all about being grounded and stable and thinking of it like you've got roots of a tree dug into the ground and you're really grounded, But if we're not grounded and we feel quite unstable and things feel quite chaotic and our root chakra is not balanced, what can happen here is you're then more likely to notice um, trying to control food and body because maybe you're losing this like lack of control and stability in your life. Or it may lead to because things don't feel stable, you're more susceptible to intense feelings of overwhelm and stress and everything feels chaotic, which then may lead to turn into food like emotional eating, binge eating, restriction, um, negative body image. So just because of that, if we can do some of this energy healing, it's going to help balance things out within your chakras and then support your food relationship. The great thing with like doing energy healing as well is if you have deep emotional attachments in your subconscious, we can start letting go of those. Maybe you've had past memories um, from childhood, for example, that have impacted your relationship with food and body. Doing energy healing is a great way to then help let go of these attachments to support you moving forward on your journey that's just like a brief overview so we have the inner side which is all about psychology subconscious healing self-connection mindfulness intuition energy healing it's all about reframing beliefs really going in to do the mindset work because if we shift our beliefs we shift our mindset we do the subconscious healing we self-connect we listen to our intuition more finding food freedom and self-confidence is so much easier and you notice huge transformative change, if you want this big transformative change and you really want that lifelong lasting healthy food relationship, nourishing health and just self-confidence, the inner work is fundamental, if you don't do that you will never experience it for, for life, it truly is one of the key parts to finding that, the second part is the outer. So this is all more about like outer things. So this is things like biology. This is things like um, physiology. This is things like boundary setting, um, nourishing and aligned nutrition, routine change. This is all about outward things, which still are important. We can't just do the mindset work and then say, oh, that's it. (laughs) But we also can't just do the outer work and go, oh, well, that's it. We have to combine the two. It's kind of like combining the science and like the mindset and um, self-connection and spirituality, I guess, in a way. Combine the two and you've got like sweet recipe for success. So the outer work This might look like um, routine change, boundary setting. So let's say right now, you really want to work on health, fitness. You really want to just have a healthier, nourishing lifestyle, but your lifestyle isn't reflecting that right now. Like I say, we need to do the inner work, but then we also need to look at the outer work. What boundaries can we set to make sure that you've got time for yourself? What routine changes can we make to ensure that you're moving your body regularly? Um, what routine changes can we make to make sure that you're having time for you or a morning routine, or you're setting boundaries with yourself or other people and you're holding them firmly? This is really important because, like I say, if you want to, for example, move regularly because movement can be a great form of nourishment. We need the inner work because you need to do a um, healthy relationship with exercise. But then we also need the routine change to actually support regular movement into your routine. We actually need to look at your lifestyle and bringing in small like non-negotiables and positive change and steps and changes from a place of empowerment to actually create that routine. We have to set those boundaries. If you're um, feeling burned out and you're never having time for yourself in an evening, we need to set some boundaries around that. If you're um, never having your lunch break, we need to set boundaries around that. This is all about routine change, whether it be your morning, evening routine, regular movement, regular downtime regular mindful time um having time for your nutrition whatever it can look like we need to have the routine change and the boundary change in a way that suits you and your lifestyle everybody's different that's cool we have to do what works for you but then also we do that because it's that form of kindness so that's the form of how the outer is really important we can't just like Basically, you can't just be like, okay, I've reframed all my beliefs around something. I've I've done the subconscious healing. All this change is gonna come my way now because we need to do that. But if you're not like doing the practical and you're not actually showing up to like go for that walk or go do that journal session or go do evening skincare or go make that nourishing meal, if you're not doing that actual out of work, then we're never gonna see the change either. That's why we need both. Another one can be like nourishing and aligned nutrition, which is all about making aligned choices for you and your body and your mind and having nourishing nutrition which yes is prioritizing nourishing and wholesome foods while still having all food flexibility and food neutrality this is about making choices from an empowered place of what's going to serve you without judgment so this is really about once again we need to have our intuition from the inner work being able to listen to our body but then the outer work is being able to make those choices and find that balance with food and when I say balance with food like I said earlier it doesn't just mean you're allowed one piece of chocolate in an evening it's having proper balance where you can listen to your body and make choices that feel right and feel in line with you and what's important and what your mind and body needs this is what nourishing and aligned nutrition when we do that out of work, guess what? Things like mindless snacking, things like binge restrict cycles, things like um, stress and guilt around food, they automatically start going because you're making those aligned choices with more confidence. Other things I could say is just understanding your body, understanding genetics, understanding your menstrual cycle, um, understanding hormones, understanding all of these different things. When we can understand our body, and the things that can affect us and impact us, it makes it much easier to find that food freedom and self-confidence because we can start working with our bodies. And like I say, a big one there is like menstrual cycle, having a deeper understanding of that and how it impacts you automatically makes it easier to find more freedom and health and happiness because you get to tap into your body and what's, what's right for you in those moments. So we need the outer work as well. And when we combine the two, that's when you make lots of change. And the outcome ultimately of all of that is health, freedom, fulfillment, and empowerment. And that is when you get all of those things. And I always say it like the healthy lifestyle and the nourishment and the healthy food relationship and the better body image, it doesn't just come from all of these like routine changes of like, I need to exercise all the time or whatever it might be. It's coming from this balance of doing the inner and the outer And when we combine the two, you're gonna make so much progress off the back of that. So that is like the most ideal framework to help you move into that place. And when you can um, step into that and you can work on both, you'll notice lots of progress. Once again, just emphasizing that the inner work is so, so important. And when you delve into that, that is the key to like, lifelong change and to really change in your behaviors and mindset for good and but we also within that same sentence we cannot forget the importance of the outer work doing the boundary setting the routine change the lifestyle changes and creating them for good not just for eight weeks or just for like a six week challenge this is about creating positive changes for life whether it might be implementing movement from a place of um, kindness for life, whether it might be um, nourishing your body with nutrition for life. This isn't just, oh, you know you move your body loads for six weeks and that's it. This is lifelong change. And using this framework is the, the key fundamental to that. All of this is gonna support you with whatever your health goals are right now. It's gonna support you with whatever physical progress you wanna see. It's gonna support you with peace, with food, fulfillment, empowerment, And you were gonna make so much progress off the back of that. So that is the framework that I wanted to share with you today. If that is something you're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I really want to... Delve into the subconscious healing, the mindset work, and really start unlocking that for my progress. But you also want to create that nourishing lifestyle where you do the routine changes, you really can have a line nutrition, you really understand your body, understand life, and you really understand the boundaries you need to set, and you create a really solid routine and lifestyle that works for you, nobody else, but works for you, makes you reach your goals and feel amazing, and you want to combine the two. I am your lady, my coaching is for you and we can combine that framework to make genuinely super transformative progress. Like the progress you can make off the back of that is like, boom, mind blowing. I love this framework and I always say it, it took me years to heal my relationship with food, health and body. It does not need to take you the same. I can help you accelerate making that progress so you can find that freedom. So if you wanna know more about that, you can go to the show notes to apply for coaching. If you fill in the application form, I'll be in touch with you. Or you can just drop me a DM on Instagram. We can have a chat through there as well. Um, but yeah, don't hesitate to reach out. I have got some spots available and I'd love to work with you and make this magic happen. But thank you so much for joining me. It's an amazing episode. Um, anything you wanna share off the back of this, any questions that you've got, then please don't hesitate to drop me a DM on Instagram. As always, I'm super grateful, super blessed to have you here. I'm sending you all of the abundant energy for the week ahead. And I'll speak to you in the next episode on next Tuesday.